Some believe that family vlogging channels on YouTube should not be applying for Paycheck Protection Program funds, and I have some mixed feelings on this, which is what we are going to get into right now. But first, let me introduce myself. My name is Nick Zangle. This is the place where we confront woke cancel culture head on. First, let me give some credit to the YouTube channels that actually brought this issue to my attention, which were Radiant Brit and the Dad Challenge podcast. It got me thinking, and I actually wanna add a few things that I don't think are really being talked about enough, or maybe not at all, regarding this topic of family vlogging channels on YouTube applying for paycheck protection funds. And some of those thoughts actually may come to those family vlogging channels defenses. And then later on, one of those channels that I just mentioned, I will share some warnings or some criticisms I have of one of them, but you have to stay tuned till the end of the video to hear those thoughts. So the main question that came to my mind is, why is their business, family vloggers, not allowed to apply for this program or not in need of these loans if in order for them to make money online, they need to pay someone to create their product, meaning pay someone to edit their videos or pay someone to upload their videos, create their thumbnails, create graphics, manage their account, manage their business, their funds, their sponsorships, whatever the case may be. How is that any different from someone else paying anybody else a wage in order to create a product that they in turn sell to provide for their family? I will say I do get frustrated when I see people, businesses taking out PPP paycheck protection program funds who may not need the funds. And I personally see in my real life people who are just trying to stay afloat even with assistance from the paycheck protection program. If the government is telling entire industries to shut down or that they can't open, they should be helping that entire industry stay afloat with a certain program. If some people in that industry get PPP funds, I think anyone should be able to, right? Because in my opinion, helping only a certain sector within the same industry is perpetuating that two-tier system that so many people come out against in the name of this wokeness that has been used to criticize these family vlogging channels for taking out PPP funds. You may be asking, the government isn't shutting down social media or telling people they can't be on social media. So how can that, how can these family vlogging channels be hurting from the pandemic? Well, one defense in their, on their side is if the economy as a whole is seeing unprecedented levels of widespread halting of production and whatever the case may be, it can affect these family vlogging channels directly because online revenue is built from advertising. And when businesses that advertise on YouTube can't even pay their employees, then most likely they probably won't be advertising online. And I'll touch on the flip side of that in a little bit, but this to me is an argument for why government shouldn't be handling things of this proportion, which I think should be easing some of your minds who may be concerned about the expansion of the welfare state as a result of the pandemic, most notably the conversation around universal basic income or what is called UBI. Side note, I think it's funny when people say UBI because I keep thinking they're saying UTI, which anyways. So increasing government involvement to me doesn't necessarily mean an increase in good that the government can or will do. 
we can also say, oh, well, then why don't these family vlogging channels just learn how to do everything on their own? And I think that'd be personally very interesting to see actually happen in regards to their videos, like actually see the ones who really edit their videos and the ones that don't and see the ones that don't have to edit and upload and do whatever the case may be and see the fallout from that. I think that'd be very interesting to put that out on blast and really expose people. But everything you see on my channel, for instance, is done by me. Don't know if you can tell or not, but I hope there is a visible kind of evolution if you go back to my older videos over the past year on what I have improved. I've had a few comments recently saying they like my improvements since they've been watching. I do all the prepping, I do all the filming, I do all the editing, I do the graphics, I run my own email list, I upload to all the platforms myself. So I understand why anyone who does daily videos, especially if they have kids and a family, why they would outsource some of that work to other employees and pay them to do it. However, the PPP program is really meant to help those businesses who have been told they cannot open or must limit their opening or take some extra measures to stay open, not necessarily for the businesses like independent media or others and maybe haven't been negatively impacted in the same way that others have due to the pandemic. And I'm gonna give these family vloggers the benefit of the doubt and saying that maybe back when they applied for these PPP funds, that my theory I touched on earlier about how the revenue into YouTube could have been cut very severely if it, if the continuation and, and the reality of what was happening then continued on and actually got worse. But the optics of the whole situation for them now is really bad considering people are now aware that any really online-based business is more likely to survive the pandemic with less harm than the brick-and-mortar businesses from just a general standpoint, from the way society is going in general, but also it's all been accelerated due to the pandemic response. Just like any other government assistance, it relies on people being honest in most cases. So I'd love to see this standard of outrage applied to every other form of assistance offered by the government in regards to people taking advantage of the situation. I personally do not think anyone is entitled to government assistance. This is why I believe government should have little to do with our everyday decisions as possible because in the pandemic's case, it should have been left, in my opinion, to individuals to decide how they manage themselves in response to the pandemic. If you were scared or more vulnerable, then stay home. If not, live your life with reasonable caution. And even if you are vulnerable, but you're not afraid, who am I or anybody else to tell you that you can't take risks? Because what we are seeing now is the people in power are holding on to that power for dear life because it appears that we basically just handed it over to them very, very easily. And this expansion of government assistance has given more opportunity for others to take advantage of things meant to actually help people who really need it. And we've seen no matter how strict the mandates are in response to the pandemic, no matter how many rules that they're set in place for the PPP program, people are going to get around them somehow, and it's only up to people to find out and expose it like the people on YouTube and elsewhere. I wanna move on to my warning to one of the channels I just mentioned, and that is the Dad Challenge Podcast. Now, the problem I have with the Dad Challenge Podcast in particular is his mentality and, and what he portrays on his channel as this attitude of if someone does something he thinks is 
unconscionably wrong, then they need to be canceled, period. Now, I personally think this is a very dangerous path to go down because if you watch his videos, he calls them snark, which I get, but he could very easily be canceled himself because he could be taken as someone who bashes people's looks or bashes things that are kind of societally a little less acceptable now. And again, I understand his strategy to grow his following is based on kind of entertainment and the snarky attitude, which then in turn allows him to talk about more serious subject matter and have a bigger audience to say that to, which I think is smart, but the cancellation will soon turn on him, as it does with many others who take this similar woke approach to things and perpetuate this cancel culture onto others. For instance, I could say Josh from the Dad Challenge podcast comes off as elitist if I just watched his video commenting on the extreme cheapskate lady who has a YouTube channel for him making fun of her for living below her means. And if I coupled that with the fact that he talks about and shows that he owns a Tesla, I could interpret his whole life as him being out of touch and the whole woke cancel culture movement that he, in my opinion, panders to might, in my opinion, and probably will eventually show a side of themselves to him that probably won't work out too well in his favor or will put him in a very interesting position. So I want to know what your experience has been, or maybe you have a story about the PPP, Paycheck Protection Program, or any government assistance program for that matter, whether you've been a recipient of one, or you know someone who has, or maybe you have worked in that industry or in a field where this is a prominent part of it. Let me know in the comments below and make sure to tap or click the screen beside me for more videos if you are watching on YouTube. Make sure to tune in every Monday and Friday at noon Pacific Standard Time. And if you are on YouTube, make sure to join me for the premiere where we chat live in the comment section as we are watching the video together for the first time. Bye-bye.